In this 10-minute tips episode, I'll give you ideas for how to test the market for your digital product or service. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show, the only show that helps summer retirees figure out their remote work options. I believe that remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into episode 27. Welcome back to the final installment of this series all about turning your hobby into a side business or supplemental income. Today, we're going to talk about how to test the market for your new digital product or service that is based on your hobby. Now, I think I said in one of the last episodes, I was going to talk about marketing your digital product or service, but I realized that what I meant to say is how to test the market which is really a clever way to do marketing without feeling like you have to have a marketing plan or a marketing budget. And this is another step that a lot of people skip. And remember, I've been talking a lot about in this series about some of the most common mistakes that I see people make. In a nutshell, the biggest mistake that I see people make is going from the idea that they want to turn their hobby into a side business into jumping in and trying to do all the things like I'm going to build a website and I got to come up with pricing and I got to start marketing. And that is the fastest way to overwhelm yourself and leave you feeling discouraged and doing nothing, right? So this entire series has walked you through some very small but very doable steps just to get the momentum. Because when you have an idea like this, what you need most is momentum. So This last episode in the series is really meant to help you build on the momentum. And I don't want to give you a whole giant marketing plan because that doesn't make a ton of sense. So here's what we've done so far. If you've done all the episodes from episode 24 up to now, you brainstormed ways that you could take a hobby and come up with different ways that you might be able to generate income from that hobby. Then I had you do an exercise where you got the idea from your head onto paper into your top three to seven steps or phases or milestones. Then I had you play with some pricing models and I gave you some examples of different ways people price, uh, whether you want to do this on high quantity of sales or you want to do this more on high touch. Now, look, I could spend and I do spend an entire episode just on pricing and I have one. So if you want to do more research on pricing, I will link to that episode in the show notes because I have some really great episodes where I dig deeper into pricing. You, you should come away with more, I would say, refinement around your idea, but I wouldn't say that at this point you have a baked idea, okay? I, again, I don't want you to feel like you have to have some super clarity and the best idea in the world and it's all packaged up nice and neat. That's, that's not what you're going to get. This is a process and I'm walking you through a process. For some people, this process takes a year. It takes a long time for people to really fully form their ideas. I mean, some people move faster, some people move slower. So, you know, don't expect you're going to walk away from, you know, one month of episodes here coming out with a fully baked idea. But what you should have, again, is momentum and you should have some really good starting points. Now, today, what I want to talk about is how do you get this idea that's now on paper into the marketplace? How do you test it? And this is another crucial step that people skip all the time, and that is the step of 
testing. Now, I come from the world of lean startup and continuous improvement. If you don't know what that is, that is a methodology for taking ideas or a hypothesis and testing it. It's really like the scientific method, which is hilarious because another topic I failed in school was science and math. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 24. But the fact that I deal in science and math and experiments today is just shocking to me. But anyway, here we are. So it's a way to take an idea and actually formulate a test around it. So let's say you've got this idea now around a hobby. You've decided you're going to turn this hobby into something. Let's just go with, you're going to turn this hobby into a group coaching experience just for fun. Let's just take this for the sake of fun. And let's say you've come up with about, I don't know, six weeks worth of coaching topics because you did that activity I told you to do. And let's say you put a price tag on it of, I don't know, $297, okay? And you're going to take, I don't know, 10 people. There you go. There's your business model. Now you have to test this thing, right? So one of the best things you can do is the thing that Brandy did. Remember Brandy, the person who inspired me for this whole series? She just simply put this out in a Facebook group that I was in, and she didn't even have pricing at the time. She just said, hey, I'm going to be giving sewing lessons. If anyone's interested, send me a DM. That is literally a way you could start is, hey, I'm going to be doing XYZ. Contact me if you want more information. That way you don't have to say what it is or the price or all of that because that kind of intimidates people sometimes. So sure, if you don't like Facebook groups, well then that's not where you're going to start. Hey, if you are in Facebook groups and you feel comfortable doing that, it doesn't hurt, right? Now you may have to ask the Facebook group owner um, if they don't allow that thing, but the group I was in, they allowed it and it was no problem. But here are some other things you can do. Start with your immediate family and friends. And I know some people don't like that either, but sometimes it's the lowest risk thing to do is you send it out in an email and you say, hey, so-and-so, guess what? I've started this new thing. Generally, this is how it's going to go. I'd love to invite you. If it's not the right thing for you, can you pass this along? You'd be amazed at how sometimes these networks that are closest to us really do want to help us. Maybe not all of them, so I'll leave that in your capable hands on who is the right network for you. So email, Facebook groups, you could also do other networking events, like if you're networking at your local church, or you're involved in the community, or you do something with a kid's school or a grandkid's school, there's another opportunity for you. You could also start your own Facebook group. This is one that people don't talk about a lot. And I'm not going to teach you on how to start your own Facebook group today, but sometimes it's one of the best things to do because you'd be amazed at how many people are really interested in this topic. Like if Brandy had started her own sewing Facebook group, I probably would have found it because I have an interest, right? And then she could have networked that way. Other places you could go, you could talk about this thing on a platform like Craigslist, uh, I've found so many things there before. I've advertised on Craigslist. It's free. So why not? Um, you could use the uh, segment section called, I think it's called services or something like that. Uh, there are other forums you might be in. Maybe you're on Reddit. I'm not telling you to go get on Reddit. I'm just telling you to think about where do you hang out now, either online or in person, and where can you start circulating this idea, communicating to people that you have this thing that you're going to do and you'd like to invite them to it. 
And then the next thing you can do is, because it's new, you could do things like maybe offer a discount or give them a free thing at the beginning just to make it worth their time. You could um, give them some sort of an extra benefit that maybe you're not going to give later. Like I think Brandy was willing to come to Joanne Fabric and and walk with me around. I don't think she's going to do that in the future, but she was willing to do it for me because this is a new service she's offering and she's testing it. She's testing the market. Now, this is how you can start the seeds of marketing without having to have a fancy marketing plan or a marketing budget. And it's a way to start generating supplemental income. And remember, I started this whole series by saying, don't go from hobby right into business. Go from hobby into supplemental income, because these are literally the stepping stones that will lead you to building a business later. If you even want to do that, some people want to hang out in hobby land. And you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Some people like to say, oh, you know, if you don't have a business plan, all you really have is a hobby. Great. Have a hobby. I don't care. If it brings you joy and you want to make a little side money from it, why not? If it gives you the freedom you want and you enjoy doing it and it helps other people, well, win-win. I'm all about win-wins here. All right. I hope you enjoyed this entire series. Remember, this is a way to get you started. This is not a full-on business plan. However, you know where to find me. I'm on Instagram at camille.atel. And you can always take my free training all about remote work training. That's where you can learn more about remote work school and how to work with me. Again, I hope you enjoyed all of this. Let me know, send me a DM, and I wish you so much success on your journey. Take care. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to check out my free remote work training where you can get more ideas and action steps for how to work with me on your remote work options. Go to camillatel.com slash remote dash training, or you can find the link in the show notes.